420 on the DWS News Hour. I'm Scott Beatty. It's time for our conversation with Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin. We check in once a month on the city happenings, and she joins us now on the line. Mayor, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Always good to visit with you. And um, what is uh, top of mind for you today, and what has uh, transpired recently at uh, City Council? I know one thing that uh, one thing that's on folks' minds is this federal money that's coming through, and and how to use it. Yes, I've been on several um, calls with the U.S. Conference of Mayors and various Treasury Department officials. We're still um, in the process of understanding exactly what the guidelines are. We got about 151 pages of guidance from the Treasury yesterday, um, but a lot of details still need to be worked out exactly how the money can be used. Uh, We did get more clarity on the amount that would be coming to Urbana, and it looks like it'll be about about $12.9 million. And um, and again, we're now working out a process for um, determining, you know, how, how we'll utilize the funds. Now, yeah, you said there's some restrictions there. You can't just say, um, okay, we're going to repair some roads or, or, well, maybe you can, I don't know, but it's not open to anything you want to use as a city, right? No, it's not. They gave four broad categories, um, some infrastructure related to water, sewer, or broadband. So actually not repairing roads with this money, but the infrastructure bill, that I assume will be a possibility. Um, another category is um, expenses related to COVID-19 and public health-related issues, um, premium pay for essential workers. That's probably the, the least clear uh, category yet, so we're, we're not sure what all exactly that means. And um, there's a fourth category that's escaping my mind right now, but... but Well, know, it's only 150 uh, pages, so, you know, it should all be top yeah, of mind, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, um, a very important one, lost revenue or, um, you know, compensating for the negative impacts of the pandemic. So, you know, kind of making cities whole for for expenses or lost revenue. But in each of those categories, there's, uh, um, uh, you know, a thousand questions related to what what exactly does that mean. Yeah, I, I know yesterday in the News Gazette, or uh, Sunday, I should say, there was a survey of um, area area mayors or pres- village presidents about how the, the cities were or villages were hardest hit. And revenue-wise, I'm assuming sales tax, you know, food and beverage tax, that kind of thing was maybe the, the biggest dip for Urbana. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting. It, certain sectors were hit hard, the hospitality in- industry, um, sales tax, certain types of sales tax. But in other areas, you know, we, we did better than normal. So overall, the um, impact on the budget wasn't as as severe as we thought, we we had built up reserves, so we were able to use those. We were still holding some positions vacant. I think the impacts have been um, the the increased workload due to vacant positions and just the unrelenting amount of work related to dealing with the pandemic. But it's financially, you know. We're holding our own, but but you know I think the recovery from the pandemic is a five to ten year process, hmm. so we're we're not out of it yet. Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin with us. Do you feel like the 
primary focus now is reopening, is recovery, uh, on, and mm-hmm. on the back end of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we've got to get people vaccinated. That's where still a lot of effort needs to be made. We're, we're just, you know, things are slowing down, and, and we need to get people vaccinated, and we need to get a vaccine for children under the age of 12, and that won't be till later this year. And then it's going to be focused on um, recovery and how are we going to reset ourselves for the future? We, you know, we're going to be changed permanently by this experience. And I think we need to future-proof ourselves and our facilities and our processes for the next pandemic and um, help build some resilience into all our systems. So hopefully some of that money can be used for those sorts of um, projects or programs and policies as well. The Urbana Business Association is shuttering. Now, this is not a city venture, although the city has uh, helped it uh, along the way because it's put on Mm -hmm. some very marquee events, notably the Sweet Corn Festival, but other things as well. So, uh, you know, one question is, is is a Sweet Corn Festival, could it still happen? And, And what now that the Urbana Business Association is no more? Yeah, well, see, the city supported it financially uh, each year in addition to um, providing funding to help it put on the Sweet Corn Festival. The festival this year is not going to happen. It, we're taking um, just a, a pause to kind of reassess the whole situation in its place throughout the summer. There will be smaller scale um, events and activities downtown and about town, but um, not the huge festival and um and because we're not out of the pandemic yet you know this virus is still with us so um going forward we'll we'll um we are continuing the services to the businesses in fact the former director of the uba is um now a member of our economic development staff so he will continue his his role in terms of working with businesses as a as a uh, employee of the city and um and then we'll, um, like I said, this is our year for kind of taking a breath and and, and reevaluating things. Do you hope that, I mean, personally, do you hope that the Sweet Corn Festival would be back in one form or another? That was kind of a signature summer event for the city. It, it was, but it was. And, and like I said, we're looking at, we're looking at all the options here. Um, the, the, you know, the pandemic, a lot of things just came to a hard stop in 2020. And and we're 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 refreshing in a lot of ways mm-hmm. but right now our right now our energy and our efforts are on recovery and and that's what we have to stay focused on and without the urbana business association again it wasn't the city's venture the you know the municipal entity of the city of urbana but it was something important mm-hmm. to the city do, do do you hope that something um emerges to re, you know to replicate that or can it be done through the city well like i said um the the you know uba had um various roles to play one was its role in putting on several ev- different events and another was um direct services to business and it was a it was a member you know uh membership uh association so like i said the from the terms of the support for the businesses um uh, our, the former director is now working with the city and we have been throughout the pandemic been um working 
day and night to support the local business community, and we'll intend to do that. Um, events were we're picking up in various ways, and then I'll tell you the other uh, uh, thing that happened during the pandemic is that organizations like the Champaign County Economic Development Corporation, the Visit Champaign County, the Champaign County Chamber of Commerce really joined together with all our other community partners and with UBA when they were when they were still operating to um, support the business and hospitality industry. So so I expect, um, and we still maintain um, and still support all those organizations. So so the, the services will continue. Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin, uh, just before I let you go, uh, is there anything else that we haven't touched on that is uh, important for listeners here as you go into the next month of work? Well, this is our busiest time of the year. We are um, preparing our budget and uh, that's a multi, well, we've been working on that since February, but um, the next few weeks will be very, very busy in terms of presenting the budget to the public, taking public comment, and then we need to pass that by um, June, the last week in June. And then uh, as the governor is preparing to move us into the bridge phase and then on into phase five, we have to from an internal standpoint and many of the things we did out in the community, we have to transition from our, under our emergency orders and our emergency way of operating back into a um, more normal mode of operation. So that means opening the city building, in-person meetings, um, looking at all the emergency orders, which ones do we want to keep, which ones are going to let go, um, what have we learned, and I, it, it's just mind-boggling. And then, and then thinking about um, how to approach effectively and responsibly utilizing an extra $13 million over the next three years. So it's going to be a very busy summer. And I have um, brand new council that was seated on May 3rd. So That's all? That's all you got going? That's all. Okay. That's all we got going. <laughs> Appreciate it as always. Uh, you should hop to it. And thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Scott. All right, that's a, yep. That's Urbana Mayor Diane Marlin. It's four thirty-one. Local headlines in a moment.